Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Nunez's hands are down, and she's walking Ronda down. She tags her again. Over and over. Amanda Nunez. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another. But I'm going to get the job done. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in San Francisco. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC-TV. Straight up, 35, well, no, make that 38 plus years now of being undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airs. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to the longest running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, we'll be talking about the life and the passing, of course, of former middleweight champion, the iconic one, marvelous Marvin Hagler. Never disgraced the game of boxing, never had any bad headlines, never it was Marvin. Marvin and his attitude, we'll talk about that in depth. We'll hear from Marvin Hagler at about 32 minutes past the hour, of course. We'll hope to bring in Larry Merchant, a retired HBO godfather. So we'll hear from Larry, we'll hear from Marvin. We're going to bring in Jessica McCaskill, of course, the women's 147-pound champion last night, just looking fantastic, taking out the icon. I'm talking about Cecilia Brekus. Brekus came in at 36-1, and one, of course, lost that one fight to McCaskill, lost her second fight to McCaskill last night, but last night it was a rout. So we'll hear from Jessica later in the show. We'll also hear from David Benavides, of course, the former WBC super middleweight champion, a victor last night. Um, Pretty good outing, no doubt about that. We'll talk about that in depth with uh, President of Mauricio Suleiman, who will be here in about... 37 minutes past the hour here, of course, Ring Talk Live Worldwide to talk about the life and the career of Marvelous Marvin Hagler. How he got Marvelous, we'll even hear from Marvin today. So lots of stuff to talk about. Two hours of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC-TV, coming to you live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. Open phone lines around the planet. Check this, 1-800-878-7529, that's 1-800-878-7529, or or the guilt-free, no-commitment text line, the number, 415-275-1613, the text line once again, 415-275-1613, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but you know that.
Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. When you're starting to launch a new business, be sure to set it up as an LLC or some other legal entity. Even if you're self-employed and don't have anyone else working for you, you should set up your business as a separate taxable entity from the beginning. Some professionals skip this step while they're still ramping up their client base, but it usually costs $1,000 or less and almost instantly protects your personal assets from any legal trouble your business might get into. So be sure to create an entity that keeps things separate. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Mm -hmm. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored Mm -hmm. small business solutions that make you feel truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel vPro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Prescription products require completion of an online consultation with an independent healthcare provider and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Additional restrictions apply. See website for more details and safety information. You've loved her since the day you first met her. You've loved her through the good times and the bad. There's nothing you wouldn't do to make her happy. You may be older now, but that doesn't mean your love will ever change. ED happens, and it happens to about 50% of men over the age of 40. Visit RexMD.com and show her your love has never changed and never will. RexMD.com has helped thousands of men. Here's how RexMD.com works. Just fill out a brief survey, and if appropriate, you can get FDA-approved ED medication, which are currently available to new customers. Your consultation is free. There's no co-pays, no doctor office visits, and your shipping is always free. At RexMD.com, we've made the process fast, easy, and affordable. Don't wait another minute. RexMD.com is now offering sample pack prescriptions of ED medication. Visit RexMD.com right now. That's R-E-X-M-D dot com. Check it. James Brown, the godfather of soul means the godfather, the retired HBO godfather is on the line from Southern California to talk about the husband of Patricia Stitch Merchant. How are you this morning, sir? And I got the name right, didn't I? You did, sir. Can I go home now? No, I, I blow that name all the time. You know I blow that name all the time, so, I mean, I didn't even write it down. Well, we we are advancing in your society. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the life and the life and the career of Marvin Hagler. Of course, come to us, uh, the rough, he was a rough guy. I mean, he turned pro uh, after just a couple amateur fights in 1973, came up the hard way. 
fought in club fights in guys, other guys' hometowns like Philly and places like that. And yet he persevered. I mean, at the end of the day, he was the undisputed world middleweight champion. Yes, and it both inspired and haunted him, that kind of start. Um, when Sugar Ray Leonard shot out of the 1976 Olympics and was on television in his first professional prize fight uh, and then went on from there to be a star within months, if not weeks or days, um, it drove him a little crazy because he had put so much time into it and because it was he had such a hard path uh, to get half of the recognition that Ray Leonard did. You know, Larry, he was the only guy that I parsed my words with. And I mean, I didn't parse my words with anybody. But with him, I walked around on eggshells, whether it was in the gym, whether we were in Mexico, whether he was retired, we were in France together, we were in Spain together. But each time, I sort of tiptoed around him. Was I, I guess I was scared. I mean, that's the well, best way I could put it. Is this show about you or about Marvin Hagler? No, but I'm just trying to say is that's it. that's how intimidating the guy was. I mean, he just he just wasn't. Yeah, part- no, he felt he had he had to be that. He had to win everybody's respect. Um, it took him a long road to get to a title. Uh, titles weren't thrown around as freely in those days as they are today. Um, and it could have easily defeated him, but it spurred him on. He knew how good he was. He knew how strong and tough he was. And he kept driving and driving and became a champion. And uh, I'll never forget the day we were up there in uh, maybe Boston, I'm not sure, um, and he announced that he was, he had legally, and I don't know what he meant by legally, <laughs> changed his name to Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Um, I don't want to say that's unique in boxing. Uh, Sugar Ray Robinson was not born Sugar Ray Ro- no. <laughs> Robinson after all. <laughs> And many prize fighters took kind of stage names, but he felt that he he needed to get behind himself because nobody else would. We talk about Marvin Hagler, of course, he retired middleweight champion of the world, passed away at the age of 66 or 68. And again, Hagler's age is coming into controversy in his passing. I mean, I've seen news reports where he was 66. I've seen news reports where he was 68. We always, uh, that was one thing I never brought up with him. I never brought up his age. I remember I had the questions in front of you. I'll never forget this. They, they set me down for an interview with him at, at Johnny Taco's gym in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I had the camera rolling the whole nine yards, and they gave me these questions, and one of them was about to ask him about his age. And I remember scratching that question out, saying, nah, I don't want to go there. I just, I just, I was absolutely, he, he was intimidating. Just, let's put it, I'm reiterating that fact. Um, well, you were an agitator. Yeah, I know. Well, everybody. <laughs> well, you know, but that's, that, he knew it. I guess he knew it. Um, 
it, 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 uh, anyway, talking about, of course, Marvin Hagley, 62-3. and three. The the three losses, the only loss that he didn't avenge, of course, was to Ray Leonard, and that was controversial at the end. And uh, we talked about the scoring of that fight a couple different places, and he had he was stuck to it that he won, and he wasn't going to be budged off that position, and, and I wasn't going to push him too hard on that one. But he he was real bi- We'll play an interview with him later where he wasn't bitter. That was a recent interview. But he was so bitter. I mean— Every time I talked to him, it was like, Leonard, Leonard, you know, it's like 20 years later. Yeah, well, as I said, you know, Red Leonard was made for the, the television age. He had a big, magical smile. He was a hell of a fighter, a boxer, and a banger. And for some reason, he was one of those rare athletes who just, pops out at everybody. And people fell in love with him and wanted to follow his career from from uh, fight one. Uh, and and Marvin had to fight his way up to fight one. Yeah. Um, fighting tough guys from Philadelphia. Uh, uh, but he learned, he learned his craft that way. And he used his bitterness as a super fuel. But but I think he got him because he he tried to outbox Ray Leonard instead of trying to steamroll Leonard Ray Leonard like he probably should have done. Well, you're right. You're you're a hundred percent right. Uh, I can remember, as I'm sure you can, that before his memorable fight with Tommy Hearns, how Marvin stood in the corner, banging his fists against his stomach, his arms, and I I had never seen him do that, and I thought to myself, what's going on here? Well, it soon became apparent. <laughs> he was pouring more fuel on the fire. He was getting himself worked up to fight a guy who had been a smaller fighter. Mm-hmm. Hearns was a welterweight for much of his career, and he was a middleweight. And he went out, and maybe in the first minute and a half, Hearns cracked him with a with one of his the best right hands I ever saw him hit anybody with, and nothing happened. He blinked. And right from there, I, I, I don't know if I said it at the time, but I, I know I thought it at the time, this fight is over. If Tommy Hearns can hit anyone with his best shot and the guy doesn't blink, then um, raise, the guy, raise the other guy's hand. And it was one of the most memorable eight minutes of a prize fight in modern history. But when he fought Ray Leonard, he wanted to prove that he could outbox the great Ray Leonard. Instead of coming out southpaw, which he was a natural southpaw, he came out uh, right-handed. And he was going to surprise Ray Leonard. He was going to outwit him as well as outhit him. And um, by the time he awakened, um, halfway through the fight, 
the crowd was into it for Leonard. So little was expected of Leonard uh, at that stage of his career because he had been mostly idle for for the five previous years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to see Ray Leonard suddenly in the fight, he 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 won the drama of the fight. By the time Marvin woke up and realized that he was giving away rounds he shouldn't have. You know, we were in Mexico City, and he said to me, who do you think won the fight? And I said, oh, I think you sort of gave away the first four rounds, and then, you know, you, you let Ray steal three rounds down the stretch. In other words, I said, I sort of parsed it that way so he wouldn't get mad at me. I mean, right. again, okay. being, again, being scared of Marvin Hagler. Anyway, Godfather, you have a good day, and kiss the Godmama for me, please. I will try. The Godfather, Larry Merchant, exclusively on Rig Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC-TV. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC with Pedro Fernandez. You ask me uh, how well that he fight, I don't know, but I can tell you one thing, he punched good. are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have Debt Destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. 
so you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Let's get out of this hot sun into a nice cool bar. In a few minutes, honey. Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC-TV. I think this is our sixth edition of WBC-TV. Of course, you can check us out always, twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel, both live and delayed. They hold the delayed broadcast, I think, for two weeks. After two weeks, they trash them, but we'll be putting them on some type of uh, video disc and trying to put them on the WBC website. In fact, we'll talk with WBC President Jose Suleiman on the career of Marvin Hagler. Of course, Marvin passed away yesterday at the age of 66 or 68. Nobody really knows how old he really was. I sort of thought he was a little bit older than he said, but straight up, Marvin Hagler was a a great fighter, no doubt about that, and he was a man's man. I mean, he just was. He didn't take any smack from anybody, and like I said, he was the only fighter, and I said it many times in this prior segment, segment the aforementioned, I was scared of him. I just, I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't go there. I went there with everybody. I went there with, I wasn't afraid of anybody, but I didn't go there with Hagler. Of course, first time I saw him fight was against Roberto Duran. Of course, Roberto Duran was beating him after 12 rounds, and he came on in the 13th, 14th, and 15th round and beat a lightweight. I thought that was one of Roberto's, Roberto's greatest moments. He came in 77-4, but he left a unanimous decision loser uh, to Marvin Hagler, of course, a lightweight champion moving up. And then I saw him fight Roldan. That was his next fight, Juan Roldan. Man, he, he smoked Roldan, and Roldan rocked him a couple times, but he took care of that. Then I saw him fight Tommy Hearns. That's where I met Larry Merchant. Larry Merchant was like, Larry Merchant looked like he fell out of an airplane and survived. This is what he looked like. I'm telling you, he's walking around the Caesars Palace Sports Pavilion, and he's walking around the the press area, and he looked like he had fell out of an airplane and survived, and he walked up to me. He's like, did you see that? Did you see that? And, yeah, that that started our relationship. And you just heard it sort of culminate there that we've been together since April 15th, 1985, at about 8.30 at night Pacific time. So he's been a part of this show now for 35 years. Godfather, may he, you know, he's, he's just the greatest. We thank him so much for his time. Then I watched him fight uh, John Mugabe, of course, the Beast. Beast came in undefeated, 25 and zip. Of course, a, a bad dude at 154 pounds. But 160 pounds was a, is a step up, not only in size, but in class. Because, you know, the guys he was beating at 154 did not where they were not Marvin Hagler. And, of course, I mean, Mugabe, Mugabe roughed Hagler up. In fact, he took miles off Hagler's career without a doubt with that beating. Of course, Marvin Hagler, not the same after that fight, and then lost like a year later to Sugar Ray Leonard. Now, Marvin Hagler, let's go, let's go back in time. This was only a year ago, but this is Marvin Hagler basically unplugged. No, it was a great career. I mean, uh, it wasn't easy. Uh-huh. But uh, I love, uh, it made it much easier because I love the sport. I love the fight. And so it made my job a lot easier, you know. But it was a lot of hard work. What, what moment would you say remains fresh in your memory when you look back? I would have to say the Tommy Hearns fight. Uh, behind the fact that, you know, that was the highlight of my career, I believe. I had to prove to the people my greatness. And I think that 
they started to see in it right then. And so I remember just saying, now what do you think now? Am I great or what? He says, ah, marvelous, you're great. <laughs> We're talking about greatness, Mohamed Ali, yes. the greatest boxer of all time. Yes. He continuously said that he's the greatest of all time. Yeah. Do you think self-praise is, is, is necessary as a sports person? No, I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> but you know, Ali was somebody different. He was a totally different person. But uh, for myself, I always said that the greatness will come. You can't bring it. It has to be there. It has to shine. And so I think that after that fight, that's where the greatness showed. What role has boxing played in your life? No, you know, basically I grew up in a very poor area. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, in the poverty-stricken uh, area. And what was the greatest thing that ever happened to me was that I was able, <coughs> excuse me, to find boxing. You know, so it's the same thing as what I'm doing, why I'm here, in a sense now, too, with Lars. Because what we're trying to do is we're trying to give back to kids that are growing up, to get them out of the ghettos, get them out of the street, give them hope, give them something that which you never had. Yeah. So by me growing up the way that I grew up, it, it just showed me that if you ever make it to the top or whatever like that, that one thing that you got to learn that you really didn't do it by yourself and that what you should do is to be able to give something back. Yeah. So by me finding Lars in a sense, it's helped me to put a smile on every kid's face and that's what's important. Like when you say marvelous, the kids love that. If they know just who I am and whatever like that and they want to touch you, they want to be able to talk with you and, you know, and it's exciting. I mean... Uh, you know, and you really didn't realize that how much impact that you really have on people and whatever. And that people that, even the old people that watched me when I was fighting, they talked to me just like the fight was yesterday. They remember every round. They remember the punch that I threw. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, very, very interesting story. Um, on a personal level, how have you been able to give back in terms of helping young people? Well, I think basically what I, I'm into is giving a kid education, and basically I'm, I'm interested in sports. I think every kid should play a sport, and I think you should have education in the sense that if your sport or your job or whatever does not work out, if you get the education, you have something that you can turn back on and that you can build, you know, there's another uh, life, yeah. not only just one way, you know, and education is your last hope. Yeah, talking about another life, a lot of sportsmen are falling into depression after yes. retirement. Yes. Um, what do you think that can be done to help a lot of sportsmen stay <laughs> stay, stay alive after that. sports? It's, it's, a, it's a terrible feeling and I think I don't want to be there. You know, I think that you have to make your, yourself happy in a sense by going on to a different, uh, like for me, when I finished boxing or whatever, I wanted to become an actor. So that's what I do now, you know. One thing I learned about being an actor, you know, if you get killed inside a film, at least you can come back alive. <laughs> so that's the great part. You know, when you get whacked or whatever, I mean, it really don't hurt because it's fake, you know what I mean? But inside the ring, everything is real. So that's realistic there. So, you know, it, it's fun to have something else to, to look forward to. 
you know, and that's what I'm trying to do. Look forward to the dreams that which I'm trying to still fulfill, and that is my acting career. And I think I one more film, and I think I'm going to finish that. You know, um, you you are now officially marvelous. Marvelous. Marvin Hardy. Yes, that is my name. Tell us the story. It was a nickname. No, it was a no. Well, oh? no. I think that basically, you know, I felt as though that. If you can call Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali, and if you can call Sugar Ray Leonard, Sugar Ray, I mean, and they're not even the real sugar, and if, you know, all these things that other fighters have, but to be marvelous, you know, I didn't want to be a person that was imitating anybody, so the reporters and everything years ago, they used to say to me, ah, well, I was hearing the people going, like even in France, ooh la la, I'm able I mean, the people really got the, really got to like the name, and uh, so I love it too. You know what I mean? And I always think that I was bombers. Wow, fantastic! <laughs> so it fits. You moved to the to Italy. Yeah. You left the U.S. Yeah. Was it uh, motivated by love? Well, it was a different. No, moving to Italy is because basically. Um, I started finding a job there. I did a couple films in Italy, and that's what generated me to stay. Plus, I found my lovely wife, you know what I mean? And, uh, <clears throat> so, you know, it gave me a reason, you know, being away from the ghetto type of area where you grew up and everything, being into a, a totally different world, which is, you know, an Italian culture and whatever, learning about the culture of other people, being able to try to speak the language, I mean, this helps you to grow. It's a new challenge in my life, so that is what I'm working on. Let's talk about racism. You're a legend. Yes. Uh, maybe because of your status, you don't suffer much as far as racism is concerned. But a lot of people at lower rung of society, blacks, yes, yeah. who suffer racism. How do you think you know, that sports can help to eradicate racism? We uh, we all went through that. You know, growing up, um, even in a fighter. Uh, growing up in a, in a black uh, area uh, and then being able to to be able to mix with other uh, nationalities I think for me it was a great opportunity to because it gives me an opportunity to learn how other people live and how they eat they sleep and whatever I cannot understand the ignorance basically from people who are against any other color okay so I think basically the whole world has got to come together and realize that we're all on this earth together. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So uh, I don't look at the person as black, white, or whatever. I look at, at what they are. Marvin Hagler, the humanitarian. I didn't know it existed, but there he was talking about race and this and that. Bottom line is Marvin was a little bit deeper than a lot of us thought. But, you know, he still took the shot at Sugar Ray there. I heard him say the not real sugar and that kind of good stuff. He just can't give it up, though. He just can't. I thought he went the entire interview without taking a shot at Ray Leonard, but I was wrong. Bottom line is he still got he even he took it to the grave. He had a chip on his shoulder over that fight. April 7th, April 7th, 1987, of course, live in Las Vegas, a 12-round split decision loss. Leonard won by a wide score on some Mexican judge's card, I think 118-110, and then it was 115-113 for Leonard, 7-5 to five in rounds. And the third judge, Lou Filippo, my dear friend, my dear late friend, he had it 115-113 for Hagler. So he and I argued about that to China, back to back from China, different parts of Asia and the Europe, all that kind of good stuff. He always thought the Hagler won 7-5, but 7-5 is a close fight, no doubt about that. Of course, Marvin Hagler, I tried explaining that to him, and I'll say it to you one more time. He said, how did you score the fight? I said, well, I said, you know, you gave away the first four rounds. And he 
didn't say anything. And then I said, no. and I think you, Ray sort of stole three rounds down the stretch. So I might have had it seven to five for Ray. He looked at me with a bad look, but at least he didn't punch me. And I was worried about him punching me. Marvin Hagler, I was scared of him. Can you, can you figure that out by now? I think he can. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, checking your inside look into the world of boxing, MMA, live WBC TV, WBC TV. Next up, El Presidente, WBC President, uh, Mauricio Suleiman. I almost said Jose Suleiman. Mauricio Suleiman next on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, WBC TV. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800 709 is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800 449 1759. Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, a sports byline production. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We're talking boxing and MMA. 
today only on Sports Byline. Mauricio Suleiman will join us in a couple minutes. Of course, on top last night, as far as I thought, the best fighter in the world, uh, as far as women are concerned. She's up there. I'm talking about Jessica McCaskill. Of course, she's a marketing girl. A marketing girl. She works in an office. She's a secretary. But guess what? She's the world's welterweight champion. She's got every belt there is out there. I think she's even got the Pedro belt. She's got the Ring Magazine belt. In fact, she talks about that in depth in an in interview we'll get to in a couple of minutes. But last night, she took Cecilia Brackett, considering the best fighter pound for pound in the world as far as women's boxing was concerned for, for like decades. She was like the heir apparent to Lucia Riker and Christy Martin. Well, guess what? Didn't work out that well in the first fight. And of course, they said it was a bit of a, uh, a, a gift, the first fight that Jessica might not have deserved to have that and that kind of good stuff. And I said, yeah, yeah, she won the fight. Anyway, last night, she won going away without a doubt. We'll get to the scores afterwards. Here's Jessica post fight. Congratulations is, is in order. Thank you. Um, you surrender yourself and your legacy in the welterweight division. Just tell us how you're feeling right now. Um, I'm very excited. Uh, the last fight was a lot more exciting. This this really just felt like work. This is my profession. This is what I do. I'll be a lot more excited to go back home and share it with everybody in Chicago. Um, hopefully get a chance to get back to St. Louis and Belleville because um, I have a lot of roots there, a lot of family there. And I, I just want to share it with everybody. This isn't just for me. This is for the community, for my fans, for people who've never seen a ring belt up close and personal, things like that. It's, it's really big, and I have the opportunity and the platform to share it. Talk us through the fight. So it seems like you pushed the pace. You, you kept. She had to keep up with your pace the whole fight. Tell yeah. us what you was going on. I just, I just wanted to back her up. I didn't want her to come forward at all and think that she had any kind of advantage. Um, she took a lot of big shots. Um, I, there were some points where I tried, you know, just to manage my spacing and. I got really boring, and so, you know, I, I just tried to keep going forward and look for my angles. Um, she has, like, an awkward style where her hands are kind of out, so you got to figure out if you're going to go over it or under it or, you know, um, a lot of holding. Um, like I thought, you know, it's it's not it's not anything new. That's what happens on rematches when, you know, the other side just isn't up for the fight, so. And what do you think the difference was tonight compared to the first night in Tulsa? Um, the difference was I think I'm just, you know, more mentally sound, and, and she's just completely not, and, um, you have to be mentally tough in this game to even succeed, to get in the ring, to, to make it down the ring walk, you know. And my confidence is sky high. Um, it always has been. Um, and, and we've just been training like animals. So this was just another night of sparring for me, really. So you're at the top of the division. You beat her in a dominating fashion. What is next for you? Where do you want to go? Uh, there's, there's so many options. I mean, we can go up. We can go down. Other people could come up. Other people could come down. Um, I'm following Rick Ramos. He's my trainer, manager, best friend. And uh, he, he makes the game plans, and we, we go through it. So we're, we're ready for anything, and we just want to make the smart play. You know, people don't have to sign crazy contracts. They don't have to fight people they don't want to fight or that aren't going to help their career. Don't don't just fight somebody because they call you out. Make sure it's the path that you want to take as a professional boxer. Caskill won on scores of 189, 99-90, and 98-91, a dominant performance for the undisputed WBC and world welterweight champion Jessica McCaskill comes to us from the Windy City, Chicago, Illinois. Now we take it south of the border, bringing the WBC president, of course, the passing of Marvin Hagler 24 hours ago. Marvin was a great representative of the WBC, a WBC champion. Mauricio Suleiman, it's with great sadness I bring you on this morning's show, but good morning, sir. Good morning, Pedro. Yes, uh, the whole world is sad. We, I was shocked yesterday, and today I'm very, very sad. It has sunk in that it's a reality that our dear marvelous Marvin Hagler has passed away. You know, I was telling Larry Merchant a little bit earlier, and I know I sound like a big wussier, but I was scared of him. 
I mean, you know I'm not afraid to talk to anybody or so say anything, but I watched my words around Marvin Hagley. He was the real deal. He was unbelievable. He was uh, a true representative of the best of boxing. Uh, he had an unbelievable career inside the ring, one of the greatest ever. And uh, when he retired, he just became a role model of what a boxer should do when they uh, finish their career inside the ring. He went to Italy. He got married. He was so happy. He was a movie star in Italy. He lived life to the fullest. And uh, he was very, very close to the WBC, to my father, to all the members. He nice. was in most of our WBC conventions and special events and recognitions. He was just simply unique. Don Jose brought him to Malaga, Spain. I remember in Mexico City as well. I remember in Mexico City as we were we were talking about the fight, and he said to me, "How did you score it?" And I and, and I, I was sort of sky blah blah blah. I didn't really know how to put it. I parsed my words. And I said to him, "Well, you sort of gave away the first four rounds, and then Ray might have stole three rounds down the stretch because you you didn't want." I mean, he was he scared me, Mauricio. I mean, he was a nice guy to everybody else, but. Deep down inside, he was the only fighter I think that I was really scared of. I'm, I'm sorry, but I was. I was scared of him. Nice guy. Treated me with class in the gym. We sat down for a television interview at Johnny Taco's gym in Las Vegas. He was classy. He was gentleman. He was a gentleman, no doubt about that. But he was – Marvin Hagler was intimidating. Yes, he was. And he had a, a, a only one way. He could not be uh, shy. He would. He would not be – uh, condescendent and he stood by what he believed and and can you imagine he retired from boxing from that fight with Sugar Ray and he never entertained any uh, rematch that he would have made so many millions of dollars he knew what he had he knew what he had done and he just moved on in his life but when he talked to you face to face I agree with you he was intimidating but at the same time he had such a soft heart. He went with us to children's hospital, to orphanages, to schools. Mm -hmm. He was always there uh, in the WBC CARES program. So I, I, it's a very, very uh, difficult moment. Uh, but now his legacy, his spirit will carry on forever, and he will be remembered as one of the best boxers in the history of the sport. 12 defenses of the WBC title. Of course, he captured that with a crushing knockout of Alan Minter across the pond. The crowd didn't appreciate that in London, but boxing fans did. Of course, he came back and then went on a rampage, just tore through the middleweight division, all the way through the middleweight division. Of course, the epic fight with Tommy Hearns in 1985. He says that that was his peak, that that was his, his glory moment. Uh, you want to agree on that one? People say there's never been a greater fight. The greatest fight, the greatest round, uh, so intense. Uh, you don't need 12, 15, 20 rounds. That, that's all you need. Three rounds of such greatness. But he also beat Duran. Like he beat Mugabe and he beat uh, Minter and uh, Hamsho, Obel Mejia. So many great fighters. Fully Obel. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he was unbelievable. Always fight. Never. Uh, uh, shy to face anyone, and he was always so powerful and so uh, intimidating inside the ring. He was a great, great champion. You know, he on, he only complimented one fighter, and that was Roberto. Of all the guys he fought, I mean, he had what 
what, 70 fights almost? Only He only complimented Roberto Duran. He said he's got a sneaky right hand because Roberto cut him up and, and almost closed that one eye of his. But that was a close fight after 12 rounds. Roberto was in it. That was a great fight. He was 15 rounds then. Yeah, I know, but it was. what I'm trying to say is had the fight been 12 <laughs> rounds, I think Roberto was up on two cards after 12. Exactly. Uh, history would have been different. History but, would have uh, been, yeah. They, they, and I, I used to love to see them together, him and Duran. Uh, they had so much fun, and even with the language barrier, mm-hmm. they were able to communicate and, and just have fun and always be together. Yeah, no doubt about that. Now, let's talk real quick. Juan Estrada, I haven't mentioned, a split decision win last night over Chocolito. Of course, Chocolito falling to 50-3 and three with 41 KOs. Estrada improving to 42-3, and three, 28 KOs. Now, now, I know you've got a different name for this guy, but I know him as Wasako Wangek, the guy from Thailand. How many names does he have? Three or four? Yeah, three or four. You know, in Thailand, <laughs> uh, it's common that they use a sponsor name. Right. And they change the names. And uh, it's, it's, it's are so difficult. All the names to pronounce, all the Thai names are difficult. But uh, I like Sir Saket Sorung Visai. Okay. All and, right. Uh, Can you say that ten times? Yes, that one, yes. I, I, I have practiced it so long. And she's been <laughs> I have practiced it so long. Mauricio Suleiman, president of the World Boxing Council, is our guest. Of course, you can always check out the WBC as far as their website is concerned at WBCboxing.com. They've got all kinds of stuff, boxing results, boxing schedule, uh, the boxing schedule, WBC documents as far as fights are concerned. You name it, it's all there at WBCboxing.com. Now, I'll have them on in hour number two, but David Benavidez, Got some work in last night, looked good, and he talked a good game afterwards. Yeah, Benavides is a, a story on, in the making. He has gone through so much at his young age, and all that he wants is to get back his green belt. He made the weight. Uh, it was a surprise, uh, a pleasant surprise to everyone. You know, he lost the title on the scale. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the pandemic, uh, with without having the great uh, discipline, uh, the sparring and the sauna and the nutrition when you're in a bubble. The sauna. And he, sadly, he lost the belt. And now he's trying to get back into that title fight to come back and, and become champion again. Okay. Um, I was pumped up last night because Sarah, Mc, uh, I mean uh, Jessica McCaskill and C- C- Cecilia Breakus went in the rematch, and you know that that young girl, she's from, she's a tech girl, she's like she's a marketing girl from Chicago, smart girl with a head on her shoulders, no doubt about it. She's well educated, but she went out there and she was dominant last night against a former iconic fighter. Yes, uh, Cecilia was uh, con- uh, considered one of the great. Uh, woman boxers of all time. She had the title for 10 years, 25 title defenses. Last year, she lost to McCaskill. Of course, there was always a doubt about the pandemic and the training and, and this and that. They did a rematch, and, and she was so superior. She she just had the ticket for Cecilia, who has had a tremendous career, and uh, she's a, a very honorable woman. But McCaskill is a true champion. I'm so happy and so proud of her. So we have her. We have uh, Clarissa Shields, of course, one a one weight division above. She's a WBC champion. She was a winner last week. Um, I th- I thought Luda Bella was going to try to put together a series of women fights. So it looks like women's boxing is back. Yes, it is back, and it's as strong as ever. 
And this has been the work that they have put. Every female fighter, every woman is always trained, always ready, always on weight, willing to fight anytime. They're always on time. They never skip anything. They're a pride of uh, dedication. And, and I'm so happy to see them getting their much due recognition in the world of sports. And uh, I am sure that uh, they're going to continue to grow and get better pay and get better opportunities. And I'm very proud of them. Well, we thank you so much for your time. I know I drug you out of bed. You're not feeling all the well. Are you feeling better from the flu? Much better. Thank God. Uh, I'm, I'm better. I, I did my walk, morning walk, and, and I'm just ready to start a great week tomorrow. Well, you have a great week, sir. We thank you so much for your time and your support. WBC President, Jose, uh, I started to say it again, Mauricio Suleiman. I keep, Mauricio, I keep blowing you. I keep, I keep going to call you dad. I'm, so, I'm sorry about it. I'll, uh, maybe I need to write it down in front of me. Can I share a, an unbelievable story? Go. Uh, Oscar Valdez is, was in Mexico City because uh, he was uh, broadcasting the fight last night. Uh-huh. So I sent a couple of gloves that I wanted him to sign. I asked him to dedicate one to me and sign some for giveaways that we do in the WBC. Mm-hmm. So he sends, I received the gloves today and I open up and I have two gloves. One, one says, to Jose Sulaiman. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. he did Jose Sulaiman, put it down and started signing the other gloves. And, and my friend who was helping me with the gloves, he told the champ, champ, you put Jose instead of Mauricio. And, he, and the fighter was, he said, I have Mr. Sulaiman always in my heart. So he signed one for my father thinking he was signing it for me. And then he just signed another for Mauricio. So, I'm going to keep those two together all my life. Well, we we wish you all the best, man. Thank you so much for your time. We'll talk real soon, okay? Take care, Pedro. Thank you. Have a great Sunday. WBC President Mauricio Suleiman. Check him out, WBCBoxing.com. That is the World Boxing Council's website. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC TV. Back after the break. He's on into hip back, but you ain't just exactly sure what's hip At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. 
If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. The great Barry Tompkins. Let me tell you something a little about Barry. Before he went to HBO, Showtime, and all those other networks, he was with the City College of San Francisco. He was like a broadcaster out there. And, then, of course, he was CBS, CIX, Channel 5, their local CBS channel. He was their first sports guy, so he came right out of, like, City College. Like, he was a teenager, just about a teenager, 20 years old, like 20 years old coming out of City College around 1966, of course. Still going, still rocking and rolling, one of the great broadcasters. But I remember how he got fired from HBO, too. He told me about it. He sat down with Seth Abraham, of course, Uncle Seth Abraham, the CEO of HBO Sports. And he was, Seth Abraham was saying, you know, you're going to do Wimbledon, and we've got Jim Lampley coming in to take your place to do a boxing show. He goes, well, why don't you hire Jim Lampley to do all the shows? He was drunk. Barry admitted being drunk when he said this. So what did, <laughs> what did Seth do? Seth hired Jim Lampley to do all the shows. Straight up, <laughs> talked his way out of a job, did Barry Tompkins. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC-TV. Marvin Hagler. Let me tell you a little Marvin Hagler story, Cuddy. 1999-2000, I won't say what country we're in. Well, Marvin Hagler walks up to me in the international hotel lobby. It's about 1130 at night, and he says to me, quote, where's everybody at? End of quote. I said, looking at my watch, nonchalantly, probably at the nearest brothel. That's where everybody was. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC forthcoming. We'll bring in Claire Burke, boxing advisor, and also bring in David Benavides, of course, the former WBC Super Middleweight Champion, a winner last night over Ronald Ellis via TKO. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC-TV, live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel, and, of course, live on iHeartRadio, all over the place, straight up. Hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, WBC-TV, forthcoming on these same channels.
USA Radio News. I'm Jeremy Scott. Police are investigating two shootings this weekend at what are described as pop-up parties in Chicago and Brooklyn. At least two people were shot and killed and 13 others wounded early this morning on the south side of Chicago. Investigators say a garage at a towing company was converted into a makeshift bar. Then in the Williamsburg neighborhood of Brooklyn, five people were shot during an argument. As individuals began fleeing the location, additional shots were fired outside. At this time, we do not yet know the motive for this dispute or how many individuals discharged the firearm. NYPD Deputy Chief Michael Kemper speaking. The shooting happened in a building that was used as a makeshift lounge. Colorado, Utah, and Wyoming are getting dumped on with snow by the end of tonight. As much as two feet could be piled up in Colorado. That has caused more than 2,000 flight cancellations this weekend at Denver International Airport. USA Radio News. Maybe you've heard about MediShare and you know what it is. It's the affordable alternative to health insurance. But you've wondered, can I really save a significant amount of money on my monthly health care bills? And the answer is an emphatic, yes, you can. You can save a lot of money, whether it's just for you or for an entire family, MediShare has an option for you. In fact, the typical family saves $500 a month switching to MediShare. And it really is the gold standard when it comes to healthcare sharing. You get free telehealth services. You get a huge network of doctors. You get great customer support. And you get the sense of security that comes from being a part of 400,000 people who share not just each other's medical bills, but purpose too. MediShare is a community of Christians who pull together and pray for each other, which is very refreshing right now. If you want more info, it's so simple. You can get a price within two minutes. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Several parts of the country are getting drenched with heavy rain and flooding this weekend. Days of torrential rainstorms, flooding, and landslides have isolated some towns on a Hawaiian island. Volunteers on Kauai's North Shore in Hawaii have launched a makeshift ferry service across a river after a landslide along a two-lane highway cut several towns off from the rest of the island. The boats are taking people across the river to get jobs, medical care, and help deliver taro, the region's major crop. Officials hope to reopen at least one lane of the highway for emergency purposes by next Tuesday, but the outlook is uncertain. Multiple landslides three years ago cut off a similar section of the North Shore for 14 months. Altogether, residents estimate about 1,000 people live in the towns now isolated, including Hanalei, Hyena, and Wainiha. From the USA Radio News Pacific Northwest Bureau, I'm Wendy King. You are listening to USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Just over 13% of Americans have been fully vaccinated for coronavirus. The U.S. has topped 100 million total doses administered, according to the CDC. Dr. Anthony Fauci on CNN's State of the Union says the opening of up to 500 community vaccine centers nationwide should help accelerate the speed of vaccinations. There are two issues. Getting enough doses, which we will have with the new contracts 
with the pharmaceutical companies. But once you get those doses, to get it into people's arms. Ireland has temporarily suspended AstraZeneca's COVID-19 vaccine due to serious complications in some patients. Three health workers in Norway who recently received the vaccine are hospitalized with bleeding, blood clots, and low blood platelets. Authorities in Denmark, Norway, and Ireland have already suspended the use of the vaccine over clotting issues. The world of combat sports has lost another legend. Here's Dan Naraki from the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau. Boxing Hall of Famer Marvelous Marvin Hagler has died. His wife announced his passing Saturday on his Facebook page. Hagler was one of the most dominant middleweights in boxing history, spending nearly seven years as the division's undisputed champion. Best known for his fights with Roberto Duran, Thomas Hearns, and Sugar Ray Leonard, Hagler was never knocked out and only knocked down once in 67 fights, finishing his career with a 62-3-2 record. After his boxing career, Hagler moved to Italy and began an acting career. He was inducted into the International Boxing Hall of Fame and World Boxing Hall of Fame in 1983. Hagler was 66. For USA Radio News, I'm Jeremy Scott. Do you own an annuity? Either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Nunez's hands are down, and she's walking Ronda down. She tags her again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another. But I'm going to get the job done. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, live worldwide, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated, but never duplicated. 37, make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to the longest running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I am your host. I'm also an award winning writer. Won some awards for my penmanship regarding boxing and the arts. And I've also won four golden gloves. So allegedly, supposedly, I know something about boxing. But guess what? You probably know more. So if you'd like to join us on the toll free phone line, you can. The number? 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or get this. You don't want to come on the air? Send me, shoot me something through the, uh, guilt-free no commitment text line. The number? 415-275-1613. And once again, the guilt-free no commitment text line. Text us here in the studio. 
1613. So I'll go through the weekend results. Lots of fights. Of course, Chocolito losing to Juan Estrada last night. Split decision down there. Of course, we'll talk about that in depth. 115 pounds. And these guys are jockeys, but they can fight. These guys are tall, lanky guys. Both guys coming in like 5'3", five, 5'2". Five, so 5'3", 115 pounds. They rocked a little bit last night. We'll talk about that in depth. We'll, talk, we'll hear from David Benavides, a former WBC super middleweight champion. And we'll hear from a, a lady I think that you'll find very, very interesting. Her name is Claire Burke. She knows boxing in, out, up, down, you name it. She's like an insider. So we'll talk with her in depth in this hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide WBC TV. Once again, the Guilfrey uh, the Guilfrey, uh, Guilfrey text line. Text us here in the studio. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Rink Talk, a.k.a. WBC-TV, live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-367-6289. 800-367-6289. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years. People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 
That's 800-410-4771. I think that the Affordable Care Act, you know, as long as it wasn't named uh, the Obamacare, it would pass. They made the test already. But the fact of the matter is, at the essence of it all, is people need health care. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Part of the president's COVID relief plan is to offer uh, Medicare for everybody. So if I check it out, if you're not making a thousand dollars a day, you could probably get health care anywhere here in the United States with the new COVID bill the way it went down. I kid you not. Check it out. The Affordable Care Plan is affordable. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. Of course, on top last night in the minds of many, Daniel, of course, El Bandera Roja. Talk about Daniel Benavides now 24 and zip 21 KOs. Of course, took a hard-fought 11th round TK over reckless. They call him reckless Ronnie Ellis. Well, reckless Ronnie, of course, ran into a, a lot of right hands and left hands. Bottom line is he got stopped in the 11th round. Now 18 and 2, a couple of draws, 12 KOs. WBC super middleweight. Uh, title eliminator, of course, the WBC champion, formerly lost the title on the scale, had some coke problems, says he's back. We'll hear from him in about 40, 43 minutes past hour. I'm talking about David Benavides. The time when the referee stopped the fight was 2.03 of round number 11. Now, in Dallas, Texas, the co-feature, of course, actually the main event, Juan Estrada and uh, Roman Gonzalez. They call him Chocolito. Of course, he's from Nicaragua. He's like the heir apparent to greatness down there. People call him the next Alexis Arguello. There never will be another explosive thin man like Alexis Arguello, okay? That's sort of like having another Ali. Ain't going to happen. Anyway, um, give Roman some props. He came to fight last night, but I think he's getting old. I mean, old, old, old. And when you get old at a lighter weight, your reflexes start to slow. Even though these guys did, they did battle for 12, 12 you know, pretty good competitive rounds. But at the end of 12 rounds, the scores look like this. Uh, 117, 111, and 115, 113 for Estrada, uh, who now is 42 and 3 with 28 KOs. And then one judge had a 115, 113 for Chocolito. So that was a split decision. When two judges go one way and one judge goes the other way, that is a split decision. So a lot of people wondered um, what's going to happen with the guys at 115. I mean, well, they eventually collide with Neonoy Anoy, of course, he's a champion, 115 pounds as well. And, of course, he's got to hang on, uh, although Mauricio called him by one of his other names, Wasako Wangek, who's won last night with a blowout over some hobo over there in Thailand or over there in Asia. He's now 50-5, and I think, with one draw. He's been stopped a couple of times. But you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBCT. The co-feature you heard from her a little earlier, I'm talking about uh, Jessica McCaskill, just lit up. She just lit up Cecilia Breakus like the White House Christmas tree. I mean, it was like like a firecracker. She took out a match. She lit the wick, and ba boom! Cecilia just exploded from the first round, and she just she imploded in the first round, and never ever never got on track. She just never got on track. She lost every round. A couple rounds, maybe a couple rounds, she might have lost by two points, even though there were no drops. Of course, she got the the uh, point taken away from her. Talk about Cecilia Breakus. Listen, when you get old. When you get old, I know I got old. When you get old in boxing, it's like it happens in front of you. It doesn't happen in the gym. It doesn't happen. It happens in a fight. And you say to yourself, you know, that used to be real easy. And all of a sudden, I can't do it. In other words, shut this, like shutting the door. And you go to shut the door and the door, you're not shutting the door. You say, yourself, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? So you try to shut the door three or four times. And then you realize something's wrong with the door. Well, it's not something wrong with the door. You're just getting old. Anyway, David Benavides, not an old guy. What's he now? 22, 23 years old. He will be, uh, they want to make him the heir apparent to Canelo, but 
as far as 168 pounds is concerned, of course, he speaks both uh, Spanish and English, Mexican-American. But, uh, you know, following Canelo's shoes, Canelo is the greatest thing to come along in a long, long time. You know, the, I hate to say it, but the African-American guys are really all over him on Facebook. I mean, I keep getting seeing these posts every day, you know, uh, Canelo's a bum, Canelo did this, Canelo's fighting stiffs, Canelo. Listen, Canelo's the best fighter in the world, pound for pound. If you haven't watched him improve uh, since the days when he fought guys like James Kirkland, course, down there in Texas, and it wasn't Texas yet, in Texas, and fights like that. I mean, early on, since he fought Floyd Mayweather. I mean, look at the, the physical metamorphosis just in the physicality of, of, of Canelo Alvarez. I mean, Saul Alvarez. I mean, look at him. I mean, he's grown into a man. He's hard. He's rock hard. Unlike a lot of Mexican champions, Latino champions, or black fighters in the past, of course, uh, even some, some white guys, you get undisciplined, undisciplined, you get fat, get a tire around your waist. Not this guy. Not this guy. He's been the most disciplined athlete I think I've ever seen in the past maybe 10 or 15 years. Haven't been watching him that long, but when he showed up for a convention in San Juan, Puerto Rico about four or five years ago, it was in between fights. He was only fighting twice a year, and guess what? He wasn't heavy then. So what I'm trying to tell you is Canelo takes care of business. Of course, he's going to go in May, Cinco de Mayo weekend, of course, against Billy Joe Sanders, the undefeated gypsy, coming to us from uh, the U.K., of course, he can fight. He's undefeated, WBO champion. We'll see what happens with that. But Canelo is probably about a three-to-one favorite in that. Canelo is going to be a favorite over a lot of people. I mean, there's not too many people I think that are going to be. Who's going to be favorite over him? And is Andre Ward coming back to fight Canelo Alvarez? Is that the rumor right here? Somebody told me they saw Andre Ward and he lost 25 pounds. At one point, he was looking like a, a poor man's Andre Ward. You know, a little, not a lot of chin, but a lot of face. He had a lot of face. You were looking at the camera on ESPN. He was on the TV. You saw a lot of face for Andre Ward. I mean, he was this trim guy with a lot of face, a lot of mug, a lot of, a lot of fat in the face. Anyway, a lot of ice cream. And it uh, looks like he's turning back the clock trying to get in shape. And I wonder if he's getting in shape for Canelo Alvarez. Of course, that would be a multi-million dollar payday. Of course, Canelo Alvarez capturing uh, the WBO 175-pound crown about a year and a half ago when he stopped Sergey Kovalev. Kovalev came into that fight. A big dude. I said to myself, man, this guy's got a size advantage. You know, size matters in two things, fans. You know size matters in two things, right? Combat sports and pornography. And this is combat sports. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC-TV. Open phone lines around the planet, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Get this, the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. The number, 415-275-1613. The text line, once again, 415-275-1613. Next up on WBC-TV, Claire Berg, Boxing Advisor. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC with Pedro Fernandez. Clap your hands, sir. Stop being racist. Clap your hands. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. 
They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming to you Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, only on Sports Byline. Check it. Ron Lisley saying, who's that lady? The lady's name is Claire Burks. She, of course, is a boxing advisor. She's got an interesting story. And she captivated me on the phone the other day to the point where I said, stop. What? She said, what do you mean stop? I said, I want you to tell the story on the radio. Bottom line is she is spending some time with us. Claire Burke, how are you today? Where do you come? Where are you coming to us from? Detroit. Motown. Yeah, so it's cold here. You ever been to Motown Studios? <laughs> of course. Well, you know, Emmanuel never went to a man. Emmanuel Stewart never went there. I mean, I tried to get him down there. He used to drop me off there. <laughs> I mean, I go down there and, and spend time at the Motown Studios, and, like, and I would go next door to the funeral parlors, a funeral parlor right to the left of it or to the right of it, yeah. depending on how you're looking at it. And I would give those guys some California weed, and we talked Motown. And we had a great time, and those were some great experiences. I wanted to do a book on Barry Gordy. The boxer and the mo the the music uh, mogul, but nobody wanted to talk about him in the music business. So that sort of book died on the died on the vine. So anyway, Motown, Detroit. You're a boxing agent manager. What do you call yourself? Well, I mean, currently right now, I am the vice president of the American Boxing Federation, which is a 
was a retired federation from the 70s and 80s, which I rebranded to the American Boxing Federation in 2018. Okay. But I think I just kind of call myself, I mean, overall, I mean, if a fighter's out there doing the work and living the lifestyle and, you know, putting in the effort, I'm kind of like a free advisor. How about that? Okay. So <laughs> tell me about the guy that, that you loaned some money to or how'd you get that first contact in boxing? Talk to me about that. Um, well, it's kind of an odd story, but, you know, I started, um, I used to be in the medical industry, so it's kind of even strange that I'm even in boxing to begin with. It doesn't really make a lot of sense, but I used to sell uh, cadavers to research hospitals and surgeons for, you know, um, how much, you know, time out, time out, time out, time out. I got to ask you this. How much did you get a pound? <laughs> it went by body parts. Okay. I'm sorry. we we'll continue. I'm sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> no, no, you're good. That's funny. So, um, anyway, uh, let's see. Then it led me to helping someone out and becoming a partner in a check cashing store, um, in, you know, a pretty rough neighborhood in Detroit. And I'll say after I was there about six months, um, running the place, a, Young man walked in, kid walked in, whatever you want to call him. And, you know, he had this little plastic, like I was telling you, this little plastic, tattered, broken basket that you get like at a dollar store or something. And he walked in and he had all this stuff in it. And he said, hi, you know, and gives me his name. And he says, I'm, I'm selling tickets so I can buy shoes and shorts for my upcoming fight. I'm a professional fighter. Now, not knowing anything from about boxing, you hear this and you think, this is insane. This can't be right. He's a professional athlete selling tickets to his show so he can buy shoes right doesn't make a whole lot of sense so i looked at what he had and um bought i think about like 10 tickets went to the fight he gave me a shout out he knocked the guy out in like 45 seconds and i'm thinking wow this kid must really be great right because <laughs> i know nothing and not that the kid isn't great but i wouldn't have known if he wasn't at that point so one thing led to another he would come in and he was you know come in throughout the week and you know was would always hint around that he was hungry or, you know, needed a couple bucks for bus fare to get down to the gym. So I ended up hiring him to walk me out every night. I figured that was better for everyone. If he just made 25 bucks a night, only had to work for five minutes, just walking me out. Right. Mm -hmm. It worked for me. It worked for him. Let him keep his, you know, dignity without having to beg for food and stuff. So cool. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I guess. And I mean, it worked out really well. I mean, he, he was a, he's a nice guy. He still is a nice guy. He, he, was diligent. He was there all the time. He was thankful for it. And it made me feel safer walking out. It was, it really was a win-win. So one night, uh, let's say, um, in February, we had this huge snowstorm. Okay. And you're from California, right? Yeah. We don't know too much about okay. that. Okay. All right. Well, you get it. But so it was this big, huge snow. You've been to Detroit enough to know we, when we get snow, it's snow. So yeah. this big snowstorm and he was going to walk home. I said, I'm, no, I said, get in my car. I'm going to drive you home. No, 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 that's okay. I go, you're going to get by a car. I mean, you couldn't even see five feet ahead of you in a car. I, how are you going to walk home? So I dropped him off and, um, I'm, you know how you don't even realize you're doing it, but you wait for someone to turn the lights on and no lights went on. So I called him up. I said, Hey, are you okay? And he said, yeah. I said, Oh, I didn't see lights go on. So make sure you're in the house. Okay. He goes, lights. He goes, this is a squat house. Now explain, and, explain that to the listeners. Okay, so he was homeless, and it's a just a vacant house that someone had abandoned in Detroit, or no one was currently living in, and he just moved in. Hmm, interesting. So, you know, it, it was a moment for me that hmm. even as I'm telling you this story, and I've told this story a dozen times, 
it brings me to tears. It, it just, it hit me so hard. You know, you hear about this. We all know it's a reality. We all know that there's homeless people out there. We know there's people struggling. I mean, but when it hit me like that, like I, I just felt like, how did I not see this? How did I, it really, it, it impacted me deeply. Okay. So much so that I drove away and I had to pull over. So I drove like a couple miles, um, across, just got just across eight mile and I had to pull over and I'm, and I'm sobbing. And I just, I said, okay, I had to come to Jesus, talk with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and I just said, God. look, you know, my heart, you know, the person I am, why, why did you put this person in my life? What am I supposed to do with this information? Hmm. You know, and I'm not rich by any means. You know, I don't have a huge house or anything. I thought about it for a few days and I said, you know what? I'm going to, I have a, a finished basement with its own little kitchenette and its own little, and its own bathroom. I thought maybe I can just let him move in for a few months, maybe just through the winter, help him like, you know, maybe get a job. I wasn't, didn't really know the whole situation. Mm-hmm. So the next time I saw him, I said, Hey, you know, I was thinking, you know, you're living in a squat house. I mean, that's not really safe. You don't have heat. You don't have electric. How about, you know, I have a couch in my basement. I kind of explained to him the situation. I said, I'm not trying to be, you know, strange or anything. Cause I didn't know how he would take it. Mm-hmm. I said, um, so why don't you move in with me and I'll be, we'll try and figure some stuff out, you know, for a few months. He didn't even hesitate. He was like, sure. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I'm chuckling because that's not what I expected. I just expected him to like, ah, let me think about it. But oh, are sure you enough, kidding? The next day- <laughs> are you kidding? Getting out of the snow, getting out of the snow I'm- in Detroit. <laughs> Right. But I'm just thinking that you might, ah, you know, who knows? I mean, I just wasn't expecting him to answer right away, but I'm sure he wasn't expecting me to ask. So the next day he showed up when he was supposed to walk me out with a backpack and a bag full of boxing gear. And he said, I go, oh, what's all that? And he, I go, you went to the gym? And he says, no, you said I could move in. I mean, he was ready. It, it just, oh, okay. And I didn't feel prepared, but that's, that's how it happened. And he was a fighter. And somewhere, you know, before all that happened, he had, after his fight, he had gotten a check from his, uh, fight from his then promoter. You mean payment, and it was for, p- payment for fighting? Right. And it was $311. Wow. I mean, $311. And I thought, this is, this is crazy. I mean, he sold all that. I bought more than $300 worth of tickets. <laughs> so I'm thinking, where'd this money go? I mean, I don't, it just, it just didn't make any sense to me. Then the check bounced. Whoa. On top of that. Yeah, he didn't even get payment. So obviously I didn't, you know, ask him for the money back that he'd given him when I cashed the check, but I did contract his promoter and get him, you know, his money. And then he kept saying, you should help me. You should help me with boxing. He talked to me about it every day. I said, look, I'm trying to help you, but I know nothing about boxing. I know nothing about the business. And if I'm truly trying to help you, I, that doesn't seem like a big help to me. That seems like creating more of a problem. So I only knew one person in boxing. I feel like I'm just rambling. Keep going. Keep going. I'm going <laughs> okay. for it. I only, I only knew one. One person in boxing. We lost that. I, I know I had a call coming and I thought it was blocked and it wasn't. I am okay. so sorry. I thought right. I turned off my incoming calls. So I um, only knew one person, that was Jimmy Mallow, and Jimmy Mallow was the trainer and manager for Mary Jo Sanders, the uh-huh. two-time world champion, uh, 
Charlie Sanders, her dad was Charlie Sanders, the uh, Detroit Lions Hall of Famer. That's the only person I knew. So I took took him out there and he said, you know, kids got some talent. And I said, okay, what do I, what do I take him to? What do I do? He said, well, you should manage him again. I said, I know nothing. He goes, Claire, you're good with business. You're smart. You're going to look out for the kid. That's, that's the number one thing. I said, well, it seems like there should be a lot more after number one, like maybe up to a number 10,000. And, um, so I took him around to gyms. And I just used my instinct and we went to a gym and someone BS'd us or something like that or told us some crap. We, we bounced, we left. I said, well, we'll go to a different gym. We're not coming here anymore. And so we found this great team, um, and the right people in a suburb, actually not in Detroit. And I was able to get investors and things like that. Before you knew it, I was managing this kid. And once you get in boxing, you never leave. Well, here's what's up. You love you love the first five years you're in boxing, and then the the next twenty five you're trying to get out and you can't. Um, that's what that's what people say. Anyway, uh, you check. I'm past five years and I love it. Okay, all right. To check, all right. Claire Burke is our guest, boxing extraordinary uh, extraordinary advisor, coming to us from, of course, from the city of Motown, Detroit, Michigan. Now you had a check cashing place. I used to scalp tickets. I'll admit it. I used to scalp tickets all the way up until the nineties and probably after that. But Oscar De La Hoya fights were hot in Vegas. Okay. So I would buy like 45 or 50 tickets, go down there and scalp them on the strip. All right. So, mm-hmm. so I, I'll ne- I never got taken ever, ever with counterfeit money, <laughs> but some dude got me this one time. He got me this one oh, time no. with two fake hundred dollar bills. Okay. It was a $1,200 ticket. So I think I still made about six, five, four or five hundred bucks on it, but I was gouging them to the, to, to the max. And he was, you know, that's what you do when you scalp. Anyway, it's, it's right. like, it's, it's, it's a capitalist type of thing. Anyway, um, so he got me for, for two fake $100 bills and, and the bank threw them back at me when I got here, back here to San Francisco. We ain't taking this kind of stuff. Anyway, he got over on me. People get over on you regularly, or did did were you able to uh, combat that? No, I was just, I was actually pretty good at it. now. In between all this stuff, and like while I was working my way through um, college, I was I worked my way through college as a PI, so I'm pretty oh, I'm pretty man. sharp with stuff like that. Okay. So yeah, I was okay. I mean, there was a couple times I got taken on a couple fake checks, but nothing big. And you know, I had still had my program that I could use because I was. Uh, still a licensed PI that I could go into and check people out before I cash checks for people I didn't know. So, yeah, no, a, we have I'm, machines there too that read it if it's counterfeit. So, there's well, technology now. I'm a licensed PI, but that didn't stop a couple of promoters from an ex cop. Didn't stop a couple. <laughs> I didn't know that about you. Yeah, yeah. Check this out. I went to Hawaii to pick up the North American Boxing Writer of the Year Award in 1990, and I flew over there, and my house payment bounced, and all this stuff was bouncing over here, and I couldn't believe it. So I, the bank calls me. I check the answering machine, and the bank's going, "Hey, man, everything's bouncing here, are you?" Well, it turns out Bill Wheeler bounced a five thousand dollar check on me. You know, so uh, yeah, but you know, I mean, again, I ended up getting it back. But the bottom line is. You know, that's that's boxing, and I can go on and on about the bounce checks. Anyway, so what are you doing nowadays? What are you doing right now? Well, I'm still running the ABF, and basically I use the ABF too. And I don't want to say use the ABF, but it's it's my way to meet teams and meet people face-to-face and give some of these kids an opportunity that are never going to be, you know, a multimillion-dollar fight world champion the best moment of their life. And I, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying, but... But tell you when what, they win that regional belt, yeah. it literally is for some of them, most of them, the best moment of, that they've lived so far in their life. And 
it's priceless. It, it truly is. So I'm doing that and, um, you know, working on some other deals. I mean, ultimately I'd like to be able to, um, you know, be in charge of a larger promotion that I can work with up and coming fighters. And what I mean is, you know, the top 2% of fighters, you know, they're, they, they've got a business plan for them, right? They're making some money, but there's 98% of the market that doesn't, you know, isn't making a lot of money, isn't ever going to make a ton of money, and they need someone to kind of help them have a plan B. So I'd like, I'm, you know, getting involved with fighters. So we don't have a lot of fighters. You know, there's a lot of former fighters. I'm sure you know this that, um, you know, are really struggling out there, mm-hmm. and they just they never had a plan B. You know, part of being a fighter, prize Claire, fighter Claire, is. Claire, 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 I'm going to run up on a hard break right now. The commercial says we got to go break. Yeah. Why don't you stick around? Why don't you stick around to after the break? We'll talk a couple more minutes, okay? Okay. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC TV. Coming to you live, of course, on Sports Byline USA, the Twitch.tv channel. This is it. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, often imitated but never duplicated. Back with Claire Burke after the break. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800 449 1759. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if
if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I saw the Isleys last year before the pandemic, and they still rock and roll. I mean, he's like 75, 78 years old, somewhere around 80 years old. They've been performing for as long as I've been alive, so the Isley Brothers still rock and roll. So who is that lady? I think we sort of know who that lady is now. I'm talking about Clara Burke, boxing advisor, and of course. Um, do you have a website, or is there some way people can get a hold of you if they like they need a manager? Um, actually, they can just call my cell. Okay, I don't know. If I, I don't know Facebook. if I want to. Put that. I'm on Facebook. They can reach out to me on Facebook Messenger. They can reach out to me on there. Okay, and then the ABF website. Okay, and my cell phone number's on both of those. Okay, women's boxing. It, it seems like it's coming back. I mean, you're old enough to remember Christy Martin and Lucia Riker and that kind of stuff, and they had a good little run. They had a good little run back in then, but now it looks like. Girls like Jessica McCaskill, an office girl, almost a techie. She's a techie type of girl, and she goes. Yeah, she out works to, in investment banker, right? Exactly, and she goes in and she yeah. she she beats the the icon the first time. Everybody's ah, oh, it's a fluke, it's a fluke. No, 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 you don't you don't beat people on flukes. Anyway, she comes back in the second fight. She totally dominates her last night, and of course we've got Amanda Nunes coming up next week, and then we've had Clarissa Shields last week, so we've got three weeks in a row of women's boxing. Um, Mauricio Suleiman, so I, he and I sort of think that it's coming back. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's coming back. I think that it still has a long way to go. I'd like to see some people get involved where they really know how to promote and do some better marketing. But shoot, I could say that about the male division as well. Well, you know, boxing, right? listen, boxing, <laughs> boxing is not a, it's not a job. It's a bunch of independent contractors. Exactly. Is that the best way to exactly. describe it? Right. So that, yeah. So just, you know, putting together some teams. I mean, I, I think it's coming back. I mean, there's been, I, I think there's a few all female cards, you know, mm-hmm. uh, cards coming up soon and things like that. You know, there's still a lot of talk about the two minute rounds or the three minute rounds, things like that. So I'm, I'm kind I'm, of on the fence with that. Well, you know, having box two minute, three minute rounds, I'm saying they should box two minute rounds because we'll get more action out of the two minutes. And I think they should lighten up on the gloves. They're starting to, they're redesigning the gloves, but I think they should lighten up on them. I think women should fight with sixes and fours. And the reason why I say that is they don't get the leverage on the blows that, that a man of the equal uh, size gets. So I don't think the, I mean, the WNBA, the ball is smaller, I think, and the hoop is a little shorter. So in the tennis, t- in, in the world of tennis and golf, the, 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 uh, playing surfaces are adjusted. I just think it, in boxing, the, the, uh, tools should be adjusted. Right. I totally agree with you. I think they need to stay with the two-minute rounds as well and make adjustments on the tools. I 100% agree. Okay. I do. Uh, I, I am not for the three-minute rounds for the female division. Now, now, Claire Burke, you and I know we can go do an entire show on the bad, on those bad guys who promote boxing in Detroit, huh? <laughs> Is that what you want to do? You want to talk about the bad promoters in Detroit? No, but we can, we can do a whole show on that, couldn't we? We could do a whole week on that. Oh, it's, it's so ridiculous! Oh. A whole week, it's so bad. And I and I wish it was different, but I think the commission is partly to blame because wait, wait. the way they've the commission. Does the athletic commission really let 
the promoter hire the judges? The commission doesn't hire anybody? Nope, absolutely not. The promoter is responsible for calling them up, scheduling them, paying them, the judges, the refs, everything. They do it all. And I tell people all the time, they're like, Claire, you're from Detroit. You know, I got a coffee. Uh, you know, someone that does a promotion at Motor City Casino and they want me to fight on their car. And they, I tell everyone not to do it. And it's, then they think, you know, they think I'm a hater in Detroit. It's not that. It's just, it's very corrupt. And I, it honestly is, if I managed any fighters right now, which I am getting back into management, that's a, that's a whole other thing. But, um, I, I would not put anyone on a, if you're not from Detroit, I would not put any fighter on a fight in Detroit. That's so there you go. Yeah. I said it. Everyone can say Claire Burke said it and I'm a hater, but. Well, yeah, young lady, you have a great week, and we're gonna have you back real soon because okay. we will. I think we'll talk right. about those Detroit promoters. You, okay. great best. Thank you for your All time. Right. All right, talk to you soon. Thanks for having me on. The lady, no doubt about that, Claire Burke, man, she was like holding back there. We'll get her to let loose. I mean, when she really lets loose, basically, the lady's got a lot to say. But that was her first time. We'll have her back in the future, no doubt about that. Speaking of future, next week on the Sunday edition, we'll bring in the UK ace, Sir Kenneth Rainford. He just confirmed he will be on next week's show. Now, David Benavides, of course, he. Former WBC super middleweight champion, the winner last night, of course, over Ronald Ellis. Ellis falling to 18 and 2 with a draw on 12 KOs. Uh, David upping it to 24 and zip with 21 KOs. Very good win. Here's what he said post fight. Joining me now is the unbeaten David Benavidez. Congratulations, 21st knockout. You're a bad man. Um, how would you rate your performance tonight? I mean, I rated pretty good, but I know I could have did better, man. Uh, Ronald Ellis was a tough, tough competitor, man, and um, I just I just hope the fans like what they've seen. You know, I do a lot of combinations, pushings, and bunches. That's what they like to see, so I hope they had a good show tonight. Was he tougher than you thought he was going to be? Yeah, he was definitely tougher than I thought he was going to be, but, um, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Sometimes when you think you're going to stop early, you stop until late. You know what I mean? So my uh, hats off to Ronald Ellis. Him and his team, they're all gentlemen. So, you know, uh, hats off to them again. What do you think your performance tonight said to the 168-pound division? Well, you know, I want all the big guys, you know, and I feel like uh, speaking for the fans, too, they would love to see me with all the big guys because, as you can see, you know, I love throwing punches. I love stopping people. So me against all the big names would be an amazing fight. Um, you know, Charlo, Caleb, Plant, Canelo, all of them. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to fight all of them. And you've made it no secret that you said next you would like Jamal Charlo. Uh, what would be the incentive for Jamal Charlo to come up to 168 to fight you? Well, I mean, he was talking about me saying he can knock me out, so if it's that easy, come do it, man. You know what I mean? I feel like it makes sense for the company. For me and him, we both need that next step up, you know, to get into bigger and better things, so I feel like it makes sense on both parts. Uh, and what, so what is next for David Benavidez? It, realistically, when do you see yourself fighting again and, and against whom? You know, whoever, I'm, I'm willing to fight, you know, in August or September, whoever they, they want me to fight against, you know, I'm willing to fight whoever. I mean, it doesn't matter. Right now, I've been professional eight years. I want some excitement. I want the big names, whoever. Come on, come on. You know, one guy that you guys have had, it seems like four years now, is Caleb Plant. Yeah. When do we think we'll see a David Benavides Caleb Plant well, Whenever fight? he grows some balls, I'm ready right now, but let's see if he, he's not, I don't think he's ready right now, so whoever he wants to fight me, I'm right here standing. And of course, everybody in this division wants Canelo Alvarez. You said, hey, look, I need to earn that fight. If you guys fought right now, do you think David Benavides could take Canelo Alvarez? I definitely feel like I'd beat Canelo Alvarez, and I feel like it would right be, now. Uh, right now, I'd beat Canelo Alvarez, and I feel like it would be a great fight for the fans too. At the end of the day, people want to see great fights and fireworks, and that's what I give. Yeah. And how long we see we see David Benavides at 168? I mean, I'm, I was on weight the whole week. You know, what I mean, this was uh, the first time I've been on weight the whole week. You know, so I just relaxed. So with the diet, you know, uh, the diet that I had, and going back to Big Bear, I could stay at 168 for three more years. Yeah. Uh, and and you do you see yourself? 
continue this training in Big Bear, or do you go back now with COVID winding down? Do you go back training at your home gym or what? No, definitely. I feel like you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, all my fans deserve. Uh, I deserve to give my fans 110 percent of myself every time I step into the training camp. And Big Bear is that sweet spot for me, so I'm gonna keep going back there until my career finishes. All right, David Benavides, that was really impressive tonight. Congratulations yeah. on the victory. Thank you, brother, and thank you. I want to. I want to thank all the fans for all the love and support. Thank you so much. Big Bear, California. Let me tell you, there's nothing happening in Big Bear. It's the biggest bore I've ever been to in my life. One night, Emmanuel Stewart and I, of course, the, the god, the gold father, the, found, the founder of the Kronk Gym in Detroit, the man that brought us Tommy Hearns, etc. Anyway, we got drunk one night. We were doing karaoke, and we sung My Way together. And then they showed it to me the next morning on uh, VHS tape. So I reached into the tape recorder and broke the tape in half because I didn't want that tape surfacing on the Internet because the Internet was coming into play at this point in time. It was in the 90s, right? So anyway, I thought about that. Now that Emmanuel passed away, of course, a few years ago, I wish that that tape still existed because we were both looking extremely foolish. No doubt about that down there in Big Bear, California. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC-TV. Of course, if you're catching us live on the radio or TV, we come to you Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, and like a thousand other Internet platforms. Of course, we also come to you live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel, then a video feed, which comes to you two hours every Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern time. And I was cat cracking up because, you know, in Mexico, they don't have daylight savings time. So when I was calling Mauricio, he said, hey, you're going to call me in an hour. No, no, no. It was an hour earlier because there's no daylight savings time. In fact, we all lost an hour of sleep last night here in the uh, continental USA. I think everybody but Arizona goes with the um, daylight savings time. Wow. March 13th, 1993. I want to mention this without a doubt. Maybe the greatest fight in the history of a horse race jockey. talk about Michael Carball, of course, and Chiquita Gonzalez hooking it up at the Las Vegas Hilton. It was a great fight, no doubt about that. Carball down in rounds two and five, I believe, and then he stopped him, I think, in, at 2.59 in the seventh round. One second to go in the f- seventh round, and Michael Carball uncorks his left hook and just drops Chiquita Gonzalez. Of course, Chiquita was a great fighter. He was pound for pound the best in the world at one point in time. I, I conned Jack Fisk, who was the Hall of Fame boxing writer. I said, Jack, let's go to the forum and let's watch Humberto Chiquita fight. He's like 48 no, with like 47 knockouts. I mean, he's like a massive fighter, best fighter in the world, WBC, 108-pound champion. I can go on and on and on. So finally I get Jack Fist to get the Chronicle to pay his route. So I pay my own route. We go to L.A. And what happens? He fights Rolando Pasqua. He's a 50-to-1 underdog. Some people got it 100-to-1. And what happens? Chiquita gets beat. Humberto quits like a dog. Of course, later on they would have this epic, the epic fights with Michael Harbaugh. I think there were three of them in all. But that, first, that one, March 13th, 1991, that is the one, uh, 1993. That's the one that rocked without a doubt. And I want to mention this. Floyd Patterson. Knocked out Ingamo Johansson, March 13th, 1961. The reason why I bring up Floyd is that Floyd had my back one time. Well, actually, he had my back. He knew I was about to slap somebody in Kansas City. And what happened was we were doing a fight card, and some guy said, some guy left a, a message on somebody else's voicemail. I'm going to see Pedro. When I see, him in, when I see him in Kansas City, I'm going to slap the spit out of him with an H. That's what he said. So, I mean, my friend was, you know, he was like freaked out. He didn't want me to get sucker punched or anything like that. So he ends up playing the tape for me. And I listened to it once, twice. I said, can you play it a third time? He goes, why? You heard it twice. I said, yeah, but this get me a little bit madder. So he played it the third time. And the third guy, the third time I knew who it was, it ended up being uh, Buster Douglas's corner man. And, of course, I almost had to slap the snot out of him. And Floyd Patterson was sitting there at the table. I said to him, get up, chump. 
Floyd got out the way. Floyd said, I'm moving out the way. He moved out the way. So then Floyd told me in the elevator the next day, he goes, you know, son, I've never seen anybody look as serious as you. He goes, you were ready to take that young man's head off, weren't you? I said, I was ready to light him up, Floyd. He goes, I could tell. That's why I stepped out of the way. Definitely, you look serious. Floyd Patterson, may he rest in peace, of course, knocked out Ingemar Johansson. 313, March 13, 1961, in the sixth round, I believe, and that was their um, their third fight. Floyd had been down. Floyd was Floyd was a guy that was like always up and down. Floyd Patterson was probably the most overrated heavyweight champion, or maybe the under maybe how can I put this? He was either overrated or he was an underachiever because he was a middleweight in the Olympics, 165 pound guy. Okay, you don't go from 165 to heavyweight. You just don't do it unless you're sucking down like Michael Moore to make 175. You can blossom him up and become a decent heavyweight. But he wasn't of the heavyweight size, no doubt about that. You know, and Floyd fought Engel, got knocked out the first time. Of course, they fought again. He won two fights after that. But Floyd Patterson, not really a heavyweight. And then, of course, he ran into a real heavyweight in Charles Sonny Liston. Liston destroyed him in one round, not once but twice. Of course, Liston, a man that died mysteriously in 1969 or 1970, circa uh, right around New Year's Eve. Of course, that was in Las Vegas. And they found him nude on his bed. Nude on his, Sonny Liston was found nude on his bed. The house was locked from the inside. All the windows were locked. The air conditioning wasn't on, so he didn't smell too good. You know, the body had been in there a few days. But his underwear were down around his ankles, and he was nude on top of the bed. Nobody can get in. Nobody can get out. He was nude on the bed with his underwear down around his ankles. Can you imagine what was going on there? Think about it. Sonny Liston, he came and went at the same time. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC-TV. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC with Pedro Fernandez. Let's get him. Let's get him hard. I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. 
If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You're listening to Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC, right here on Sports Byline. 31 years ago, March 17, 1990, 68, no Julio Cesar Chavez took on the undefeated Melvin Clay. Of course, that fight ended in the 12th round. Very controversial. Referee Richard Steele has been criticized for that, but he made the wrong right call because I mean, Meldrick was looking over at Lou Duva, was standing on the apron in his corner. It was distracting the kid. Instead of looking at the referee, he was looking at his corner. Bottom line is, I spent that night with Evander Holyfield. Both he and I went and saw the Delphonics. That was like epic night, no doubt about it, as far as the music is concerned. Uh, I want to mention 1981. This week in 1981, I made my Golden Glove debut here in San Francisco at the Cow Palace by stopping Paul Nave in the second round with a body shot. Paul Nave was a world-accomplished professional. Of course, I can never do what he did as a pro. He went 12 rounds with guys like Greg Hogan and beat him. But that night, he was second best. Bottom line is I stopped him in the second round with a body shot in the Cow Palace. Of course, that began a Golden Glove reign of terror. That's what I want to call it. Not really. I lost in 82, lost to a guy that they promised him if he won, he got to get out of jail. So I guess that was enough incentive for him to beat me. But I was green like guacamole, so he beat me in that fight. And then, of course, I come back in 82, 83, 84, won those titles, came back in 86, won my fourth title. So four Golden Gloves titles. And what's my claim to fame? Somebody said to me, Pedro, what do you think you, you know, besides winning those four Golden Glove titles, what do you think your, your claim to fame in boxing is? Well, I'm going to put it to you like this. I lost to the guy, Vincent Webb, that last beat the Olympic gold medals of my time. How's that? That's pretty good. That's why when I picked number nine out of that hat, they're in Colorado Springs, and they had a big hat, and they had these numbers. Like, they dropped these dominoes with numbers on them into this hat, like one through 12 or something like that. And I said to myself, please don't pick 12, because I can beat everybody hands down except Vincent Webb. Vincent Webb was going to be a problem. I knew that, okay? So I hope to pull everybody, anybody but Vincent Webb. And I pulled Vincent Webb, and that was the end of that. 
I lost the unanimous nod. And of course, that was in the Western Olympic trials. And then Vincent uh, do his thing. He, he, he did he turn pro with Emmanuel Stewart. Emmanuel wanted to get me to turn pro, but like he told me, you'll never be champion, son. So when he told me like that, sort of like Barry Gordy from Eddie Futch, you'll never be champion. No sense of sticking around the fight game. You have been listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. WBC-TV coming to you from the Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco. Our executive producer is the one and the only, Scott Cuddy. I thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget, you'd be doing a million things right now. You could be doing a million things, but you listen to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. So me, Pedro Fernandez, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Don't forget, WBCBoxing.com is a website for the World Boxing Council. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. <laughs>